Jehovah Jireh. Hello and welcome to the Ignite Youth Podcast here at Waynefleet BIC Church, where we discuss life through the lens of our Anabaptist roots. My name is Julie Adams, I'm your host, and would you believe it, I have a special guest, Jonah Lore. Hello. Just Jonah today, no Pastor Wes, which uh, it's kind of fun. It's like, um, you're like a substitute teacher almost, or yeah. like, a, you know, a stand-in. It's a little different. <laughs> I'm sitting in this chair, and I'm not used to this side of the table, you Yeah. Know? <laughs> and I'm, the headphones, too. It's I know. Great. It is great, isn't it? it yeah. Is. So we're looking forward to this um, in youth group. The youth have been going through a series on the names of God, and God isn't just God. He was called by a whole bunch of different names. And we've been through Elohim, which is... Do you remember what Elohim uh, is? I'm pretty sure that's the Supreme One. That's right. Good. You passed the test. You are off to a good start. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and then last week, we talked about Elroy, the God who sees me. And what are you going to tell us about? Today, I will be talking about Jehovah Jireh. Very nice. Yeah, that one's a familiar one. I know we used to sing a song about uh, Jehovah Jireh, my provider. Okay. His grace is sufficient for me. Do you know that one? <sighs> oh, I man. I'm sorry. I'm missing out, aren't I? Oh, now, no, but you're making me sound old. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've listened to like older songs. I just, yeah. at the top of my head, I can't You can't get it. All right. All right. But there's a song I know. It's called Gyra by Maverick City. Yes. That nine minute. It's a newer song. Yeah. <laughs> that nine minute song. It's, it's really good. It is a beautiful song. I know what you mean by that. Cool. All right. So tell us about our provider. So like she just said, Jehovah Jireh means uh, the Lord will provide. So the name, it only appears once in the Bible, actually. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it appears in the Old Testament, in the book of Genesis, actually, in the hmm. very beginning, um, in the story of Abraham. Mm-hmm. And um, it's later in Genesis, like Genesis chapter 22 is the story of where what we're talking about and it's where he god calls abraham to sacrifice his son isaac as a burnt ah, offering yes i remember that story that one's like uh i don't know it kind of gets your heart racing like uh, seems very suspenseful to me yeah a little goosebumps on the arms yeah yeah exactly do you want to take us through the story um yeah so in genesis 22 verses 1 to 19 is the story of abraham that I just mentioned, and so this is the, we're just going to read it just for a minute. Sure. Sometime later, God tested Abraham. He said to him, Abraham, here I am, he replied. Then God said, take your son, your only son, whom you love, Isaac, and go to the region of Moriah. Sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on a mountain I will show you. Early the next morning, Abraham got up and loaded his donkey. He took with him two of his servants and his son Isaac. When he had cut enough wood for the burnt offering, he set out for the place God had told him about. On the third day, Abraham looked up and saw the place in the distance. He said to his servants, Stay here with the donkey while I and the boy go over there. We will worship and then we will come back to you. Abraham took the wood for the burnt offering and placed it on his son Isaac, and he himself carried the fire and the knife. As the two of them went on together, Isaac spoke up and said to his father, Abraham, Father, yes, my son, Abraham replied, 
The fire and wood are here, Isaac said, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham answered, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. And the two of them went on together. When they reached the place God had told them about, Abraham built an altar there and arranged the wood on it. He bound his son Isaac and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. Then he reached out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called out to him from, a, from heaven, Abraham, Abraham, here I am, he replied. Do not lay a hand on the boy, he said. Do not do anything to him. Now I know that you fear God because you have not withheld from me your son, your only son. Abraham looked up, and there in a the thicket he saw a ram caught by its horns. He went over and took the ram and sacrificed it as a burnt offering instead of his son. So Abraham called that place, The Lord will provide. And to this day it is said, On the mountain of the Lord it will be provided. The angel of the Lord called to Abraham from heaven a second time and said, I swear by myself, declares the Lord, that because you have done this and not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as the sand on the seashore. Your descendants will take possession of the cities of their enemies, and through your offspring all nations on earth will be blessed, because you have obeyed me. Then Abraham returned to his servants, and they set off together for Beersheba, and Abraham stayed in Beersheba. Wow. <laughs> What a story, huh? That is quite the story. I, you know, you try and picture it. And I know whenever I hear a story, I always try and put myself in someone's shoes. And of course, I would, you know, being a mom, I kind of put myself in Abraham's shoes. And I'm like, I, you know, that is a, that would, I, I feel, I wonder how difficult it was for Abraham. Yeah, like, how do you think he was, like, feeling during that time when he just told him, like, sacrifice his one and only son? Now, and the other thing that we, so we learned last week when we were talking about Hagar is that um, um, Abraham and Sarah, this is the same Abraham, same waited Abraham. Yeah. 100 years to have a son. So he was, like, 100 years old, and he waited 100 years for this son. So... And not that waiting a short time makes a child any less significant, but... It's an old age to have a child. Yeah, and he, you know, waited a long time for it. And, you know, sometimes that delayed gratification, you feel it a little different. And you think like, oh, he fi he was probably like, finally, there's I have a son. Hooray. Oh, and then this is what he's asked to do with him? Right. Wow. Like it says uh, earlier in Genesis 21, 5, like that Abraham was 100 years old when mm -hmm. his son Isaac was born to him. And then like this must have been like a couple of years after where he tells him to sacrifice his mm -hmm. son. And um, it's just really I just can't imagine what Isaac is feeling when he puts his, when his father puts him on the altar. Yeah. Because like he asks in verse seven, like the fire and wood are here, but where's the lamb for the burnt offering? And then Abraham's like, the Lord will provide an offering, my son. Yeah. And he, I wonder, do you think Isaac knew? 
I don't. Not I don't, at that <laughs> point, maybe. I don't, I don't think know. he did. Like he, he. I feel like he expected like, oh, they must have like a ram like up there already or something. Yeah. The servants or someone or God, or he brought one up there, but then he probably didn't see one. I was like, okay, now what? <laughs> Yikes! That must have been scary. I, yeah, must have been scary for both Abraham yeah. and Isaac. Just like at this time, like he's just. Like Abraham just puts him on the altar and then he's got a knife and ready to slay him. And then Isaac just laying there on the wood like, what is happening? Yeah, that must have been very confusing for him. (laughs) It must have been. Wow. So how can we have faith like Abraham? (laughs) Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like sometimes God will ask us to do difficult things and we just and we have to trust him. But like. Sometimes it's hard. Like, how can we trust him during, like, in today's world when there's so much evil and so much trouble, so much corrupt that's happening? Mm -hmm. Like, how can we trust him during these times of difficulty, you know? But that is where faith comes in, like you said, Abraham's faith. And faith in Hebrews 11, 1 to 3 tells us what faith is. Mm -hmm. Now, faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not Mm -hmm. see. I love that verse. It's so good. Yeah. And in verse three, it's by faith, we understand that the universe was formed at God's command so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. Mm. So it's like faith is what we, what we cannot see instead of what we do see. Yeah. And, um, and like the 11th chapter of Hebrews, it's the stories of men and women who put their trust in Jehovah and that they would be their gyra when they believed in him. Like he mm-hmm. would provide during every circumstance and that he was going to take care of them no matter what the circumstances are. Mm-hmm. And then in Hebrews ten seventeen, it says, faith comes from hearing the message and the message is heard through the word of Christ. And so we hear like, when we hear the word of God, when we hear the Bible and hearing the gospels, like we're hearing it and that's the word of Christ. And we're, mm-hmm. when we hear that, like that's faith, like we're believing according to the scriptures that Jesus came into the world to save sinners, died on the cross mm-hmm. and did such more miraculous things. And in Hebrews uh, 11, 11 verses 17 and 19, it says, by faith, Abraham, when God tested him, offered Isaac as a sacrifice. He who had received the promises was about to sacrifice his one and only son, even though God had said to him, it is through Isaac that your offspring be reckoned. Abraham reasoned that God could raise the dead, Mm -hmm. and figuratively speaking, he did receive Isaac from death. Oh. Wow. So So he he did that in faith that he would raise Isaac. Oh, that's interesting. That was his theory or that was what he expected to happen. Yeah. So I don't think he was afraid because he knew what God would do. Like he, like whatever God did, like sacrifice your son, he knew that he could figuratively speaking, raise Isaac from the dead. He just had that faith. Yeah. Like an unshakable, unshakable faith. Wow. Wow. So, Jonah, how do we know if what we're being asked to do is from God or not? How do you determine that? 
Well, that's the thing. You're going to hear a lot of different stuff. Like in today's world, it's going to be so many people telling you different things. And it's mm-hmm. going to be teachers. And there's going to be like false prophets that the Bible warns us about that. They're going to lead us astray. But And there's like, yeah. how can we hear that from like the truth? Yeah. And I think we just have to like deep and like open up the word and just know like this is the truth. Like mm-hmm. Whatever it doesn't whatever is against this it's not the truth yeah because jesus said the truth will set you free in the bible mm-hmm. is him he's the word of god yeah. and he will set us free yeah. he will set us from our sins and everything we're going through and will set us free from the sins of the world and the sinners he's he is the truth yeah and I think the more that we listen to God's voice, the more that we'll be able to recognize it when we hear it. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah. The the more you lean into scripture and the more you the more you hear and know, then it becomes, I think, or maybe <laughs> maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I've still got a lot to learn. <laughs> I'm, I'm learning every day, Julie. <laughs> As it should be, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, it should always like you say, like learn something new once a day. Like yeah, that's learn right. something new at the Bible once a day, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a good challenge for us. <laughs> yeah, it is. Challenge all of you out there. Yeah. Learn something new from the Bible once a day. Every day, yeah. Whether you like you ask the spirit to open the word and then whatever it opens to, just like read that passage and then see if it speaks to you or not. Yeah. And then just try the next page or something. Like yeah. until until the Holy Spirit speaks to you, just like whatever he puts in front of you, just like read it because it's all truth. It's all the word of God. Like whatever he puts, he's he'll put something that needs to be spoken into your life. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. What else did you share on uh, during your lesson? Anything else you'd like to share? Um. So I just like asked after we after I read the story of Abraham, it's like, what does that have to do with this? Yeah. With today, like in today's world. So I said afterwards that Jesus is our Jehovah Jireh. Jesus mm-hmm. is our provider. So Jehovah Jireh provided a sacrifice to save Isaac. And that action was a foreshadowing of the provision of his son for the salvation of the world. Mm-hmm. He sacrificed like sacrificed his son Isaac in the New Testament, but then later it would be revealed in the New Testament to sacrifice Jesus for the world. So when Isaac asked, where's the lamb? Abraham answered, God himself will provide the lamb. And that statement is later Mm. revealed in the New Testament in the book of John by John the Baptist saying when he sees Jesus for the first time, behold, the lamb of God, which takes away the sin of the world in John Mm -hmm. 129. And then when Abraham says, on the mountain of the Lord, it will be provided in verse 14, the second part of that verse, mm-hmm. it refers to more, more than Mount Moriah. It actually refers to a hill called Calvary, where God did not spare his own son, but gave him up for his all, mm-hmm. Romans 8.32. So God did not only provide for Abraham, but he also provided for his one and only son that whoever believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. Mm-hmm. John three sixteen, And as God has provided everything that we need, including our provider, Jesus, and that he's given us even the greatest book that we need for our daily lives is the Bible. Yeah. And that's like the greatest thing ever out of all the books. It's, it's the greatest weapon ever 
yield like it's sharper than two-edged sword. Yeah. So in provide in Hebrew is also see to it, which is similar to what uh-huh. the name the woman Hagar calls the Lord in Genesis 16, 13, mm-hmm. the God who sees me. Yes. El Roy, what Wes spoke on last week, right? Yep. So the word Hebrew, the Hebrew word jirem means not only to provide, it also means to perceive and to experience. Ah. Yeah. So the Lord is not only the provider, but the God who perceives our daily needs and the God who experiences what we are experiencing in every area of our life. Like mm-hmm. that, it's our emotions, our struggles, our mental health, yeah. our situations, conflicts, our family, work life, school life, and future life. Mm-hmm. That he's just always, he's not provider, but always the like experiencer too. So what I'm trying to get at is the Lord, Jehovah Jireh is not the Lord did provide, but is the Lord will provide. Mm. There's a difference there. Yeah. So he does not provide for just one day, but he provides every day again and again. Yeah. And you know what? It's important, I think, to see that track record as you move through your life, right? To to just be able to remember those times like God provided for me here and he provided for me here and he provided for me here. That way when you go forward, you are, I think it deepens your trust so that you're able when God says, hey, I'd like you to do this. You're not like, who are you and what do you want me to do? He's got like a track record of providing for you that you can, you know, look back on as well. Yeah, that's right. Like he brings people into your life. Mm -hmm. Like he provides the people in our daily life, in our, like, every area of our life, like, from our parents. Like, he's yeah. provided us our parents, our siblings, and our friends who mm-hmm. we encounter, and our the people later in our life. Like, it's just a constant cycle of God providing for everything we need, including the people we have in our life. It's just yeah. amazing. Nice. So, um, and God, he he's provided for us since the very beginning. Like he's the supreme creator. Like he provided for us the earth. He provided us the Mm -hmm. fruits, the vegetables, like all of our food ingredients and gave us like the wood, like the trees in the wood, like for building and just from everything that's evolved, he has been providing. He's been constantly providing. He still provides. And it's just like, he gives us the sun for warmth and gives us yep. light during the day and the moon at night for light. Mm-hmm. And then he calls the sun to rise in the east every morning and lays it down through the west every evening. It's just magnificent because that's his yeah. unending promise and he just constantly provides. It's yeah. like you may not see it, but like he, like you're just, the fact that you're breathing, he provided us the air, like the oxygen we breathe yep. in our uh, lungs, in our air. That we breathe it's like the very breath we breathe is Yahweh it's just like yeah. breathe in is Yah and then out is way yeah awesome and then so last little bit is one verses Philippians 4 19 and it's and my God will meet all of your needs according to his glorious mm-hmm. riches in Christ Jesus so he will meet all of your needs according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. And I just find that just how he just, he will always provide. Mm-hmm. And Jesus says later, he says in Matthew, this is chapter six, verses 31 to 33. So do not worry saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? 
But the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Mm-hmm. So if we seek him, seek his kingdom first, he will give us the desires that we need Yeah. if we pursue him first. And um, there's a quote I heard from my boss at Food Basics before I left, and I'll never forget it. So he asked me a question, and I didn't know the answer. And then afterwards, I was like, oh, I didn't know I was being tested. <laughs> <laughs> you know that one? Yep. Uh, so he said, Jonah, life is funny like that. He said, first you get the test, then yep. you get the lesson. <laughs> and that just like kind of blew my mind. I'm like, what? Because first in school, you like you, you, do, the, the, yeah. you do the lessons, right? And then you prepare, you do the lessons, practice the lessons to get ready for your tests. Yeah, then, write out your spelling words. Exactly. Yeah. And then for the tests, that prepares you before like the culminating activities. And then later the exams. Like yeah. we always do the lessons first, then the tests yep. in order to like pass the grade, right? Right. Well, sometimes God tests us first, tests our faith because then he gives us the lesson we need to learn to grow our relationship with him mm. and his son Jesus and the Holy Spirit. He will give us our needs, but we need to seek him and to love him with all of our hearts, soul, mind, and strength, to trust him that he will take care of us. He will provide for us even when we can't see it or feel it. Like that's faith. Like we yes. still believe and we still st- even when we can't see it or feel it, it's just that's faith. Yeah. And it's faith over fear. That's mm-hmm. Psalm 118.6. Like you let faith be bigger than your fear. Mm-hmm. Then all your worries, just have faith and trust that he will always provide. Yeah. So, so in our daily needs, big or small, like with friends, family, work, school, just like remember that he'll always provide. He is Jehovah Jireh. Wow. Thank you, Jonah. That was a great lesson. You did a great job on that. Why, thank you. Yeah, that was awesome. If you'd like to send Jonah an encouraging note or if you want to chat with him about this anymore, you can reach him at the email address he's going to say because I still forget. It's all good. <laughs> it's all lowercase jonahlore623 at gmail.com. Perfect. You can reach Jonah there. And uh, my email address is julie at waynefleetbic.com. Thank you, Jonah. Thank you for uh, jumping in here today and for sharing um, all of this and all the work you put into it. It's You're great to so have welcome, you. You're so welcome, Julie. And thank you for having me again on this wonderful podcast. Yes. Thank you for tuning in. See you next week. See ya.